Welcome to Rejoicing Heart Ministries. We hope everyone is having a great day. This is Robin Donna Litwin here to encourage you with the Word of God. Today we have a teaching about seeing supernatural financial increase when you honor God through your giving. Our reading is from Proverbs chapter 3 verses 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the firstfruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Today's teaching is called Supernatural Financial Increase. The writer of these verses was Solomon, who just happens to be the richest man to ever live. Contrary to what people think today, Solomon had more money or riches than anyone will ever have in the history of the world. In 2 Chronicles chapter 1, verse 12, God told Solomon, I will give thee riches and wealth and honor, such as none of the kings have had, that have been before thee, neither shall there any after thee have the like. Here in Proverbs, the richest man to ever live wrote instructions to become rich. He instructed you to honor God with your substance and with the first fruits of your increase. Substance is your wealth, and first fruits is referring to tithing, which is the very first thing you should do with your money when you receive it. Solomon said you should honor God first above all else. Solomon continued to write in the very next verse, what happens when you do honor God with your substance and first fruits of your increase? Solomon wrote that your barns would be full and your presses would burst out with new wine. This is speaking specifically about the supernatural increase that God provides when you give your first fruits to Him before you do anything else with your money. Solomon said your barns, referring to storehouses, back then would today be considered your investments or your bank account. God will fill up your bank account when you honor him with your substance and first fruits of your increase. If you think about this, it makes no sense to give away your money and expect supernatural increase. But these are promises of God written everywhere in the Bible. Luke quoted Jesus saying this in his gospel, Luke chapter 6 verse 38, which says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. Jesus confirms what Solomon said about supernatural increase when you give. Jesus said your increase will be pressed down, shaken together, and running over. This is supernatural increase, but it starts with giving. You have to give to see this abundant return on your giving. If you give nothing, you will receive nothing in return. God wants you to desire to give with a positive and joyful attitude. If your heart attitude is not right in your giving, you will not see a supernatural increase return on your giving. The Apostle Paul explained that God loves a cheerful giver in his second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 9, verse 7. Every man according as he purposes in his heart. So let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. Knowing this, that God loves a cheerful giver, consider how much more you receive supernaturally from God if you give cheerfully. Remember, you will reap what you sow. If you sow abundantly with cheerfulness, you will receive abundantly back. If you struggle in your giving and do it only because it is the right thing to do and not because you want to, you will see little increase come back to you. The Apostle Paul confirms this truth in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. But this I say, he would sow sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he would sows bountifully shall reap also bountifully. This is the law of sowing and reaping that Paul wrote about in Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, which tells you plainly 
Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. This again tells you that you will receive a great return in accordance with how you give. God wants to bless you so much that he gave you a challenge in Malachi chapter 3 verse 10, which says, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Through the prophet Malachi, God gave you a challenge to give your tithes to his storehouse, to feed his ministers, to see what happens. Then he continues on to say exactly what Jesus and Solomon said about giving. He will open the windows of heaven to pour out a supernatural blessing that you will not have enough room to receive it all. It will be running over just like Jesus said in Luke chapter 6 verse 38, or bursting out like the wine presses spoke of by Solomon. From all this information, it becomes obvious that giving your substance and the first fruits of your increase joyfully will cause you to receive an abundant blessing that you will not be able to handle. If this is not enough reason for you to want to give, Malachi chapter 3 verse 11 gives more reason to give. Malachi chapter 3 verse 11 says, And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. This verse from Malachi is God telling you that he will rebuke the devourer for your sake. God rebuking the devourer is contingent upon you giving your tithes. This is a great promise of God that tells you that when you tithe, God will not only give you supernatural increase, he will protect your whole life from the devourer, which is referring to the devil who only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. This is a great promise from God, but you truly have to grasp the idea of giving to receive it. If you do not understand it and apply it by giving faithfully and cheerfully, you will not see it work effectively in your life. In closing, know this, rebuking the devourer is a promise from God that when you tithe, he will rebuke anything coming against you that is contrary to the word of God. But it does take faith from you by standing on God's promises to see it work. God will rebuke sickness, unexpected financial woes, and anything else that does not line up with his word. For example, we recently had an issue with our faucet in our kitchen where the water stopped flowing out of it. We immediately started speaking forth our faith, saying we are tithers. This cannot happen to us because God rebukes the devourer. This faucet must start working in the name of Jesus. It was not very long after we started speaking forth our faith that the faucet started working again and it has not had an issue since. We are thankful that we understand God's word and promises in it to see them working in our life. If you are seeing these types of problems in your life and you are not a committed tither, consider changing your giving habits. Committing to tithing will be the best thing you ever did after you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Do it today to see supernatural financial increase along with everything you own working better and lasting longer. Amen. Father, thank you for your promises being true. Help us to trust you in our giving to see your supernatural provision in our lives. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Rejoicing Heart today. If this teaching has blessed you, please consider becoming a monthly partner to help us increase the ways we are proclaiming the Word of God. This is easy to do. 
Just visit our website at rejoicingheart.net. We thank you for your support. We leave you with more encouragement from the Apostle Paul from Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice.